auto dealers. Are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Welcome to Daily Drive for Friday, July 22nd, 2022. I'm your host, Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. And I'm Kellen Walker. Today on the show, Volkswagen CEO Herbert D. steps down. EVs are still losing to gasoline-powered cars on customer appeal, with some pretty huge exceptions. And the curtain comes up on the Cadillac Celestic, which, if you got the cash, might help with that EV appeal. Plus, people who do want those EVs, they're a different kind of buyer. We'll look at what dealership finance and insurance officers should know about their lending risk profile. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Volkswagen Group CEO Herbert Diess is stepping down. VW said today that Porsche boss Oliver Bloom will take over Diess's role. Diess is resigning, quote, by mutual agreement. According to the automaker, Bloom will continue his role as the head of Porsche brand. VW's current chief financial officer, Arno Antlitz, will assume the position of chief operating officer. The changes take effect on September 1st. This story is still developing. You can find updates on autonews.com. Emotional attachment and level of excitement play a big role in marketing cars and trucks to consumers. That's nothing new. But it's also a big factor in the push to get more EVs on the road. According to J.D. Power, EV makers still have some work to do on that front. In the company's annual U.S. Automotive Performance Execution and Layout Study for 2022, it found that electric vehicles are still not as appealing to consumers as gas-powered ones. Here's one big caveat, though. Tesla would have received the second-highest score of any brand, but it was not included in the EV composite score due to concerns that, quote, the brand's dominance in the category would skew the results of all other EVs. Tesla is not ranked eligible because it does not allow J.D. Power to survey owners in states where permission is required. Polestar, which also received a high score, was also deemed ineligible. Porsche, which got the highest score in that J.D. Power study, doesn't seem too worried about the appeal of its EVs. The premium sports car maker is telling investors it can become more profitable focusing on battery power. CFO Lutz Meschke says there's more potential to raise prices of its EVs than its combustion engine models. Meshi sees the manufacturer's EV margins reaching parity with those of combustion vehicles in two years, then expanding because customers are willing to pay more for new technology. This all comes ahead of Porsche's landmark potential IPO listing. The brand mapped out a push to expand profit margins to more than 20% in the long term, up from 16% last year. Another luxury brand that's betting that people with deep pockets see appeal in high-end EVs is Cadillac. It unveiled its new Celestic EV today. Yes, that is Celestic, not Celestique, in case you were over there scratching your head over that one. It's the brand's most advanced vehicle ever. The hand-built Celestic show car is engineered and designed to place the brand equally alongside the latest luxury EVs, from upstarts such as Lucid and longtime rivals Mercedes-Benz and Audi. 
It features five high-definition advanced LED interactive displays, a four-panel smart glass roof, and Ultra Cruise. That's General Motors' next-generation hands-free driver assistance technology that goes beyond highway driving. Cadillac has not said when it will launch the production vehicle or its pricing, but the Wall Street Journal reported last month that the ultra-luxury sedan would retail around $300,000. You can find more details and photos at autonews.com. And those are today's headlines. Jamie, give me a second to take a breath over that price of that Celestic. Wow, 300000 Well, we're seeing a lot of these luxury EV rollouts, but what about this JD Power study that says EVs are less appealing to most customers? Yeah, it's a good study, but I would take that element uh, with a big old grain of salt, right? Because when you take out Tesla, it's you know 70% of the market, roughly. It doesn't really give you a full look at the EV customer experience, but it tells us a lot about the challenges that incumbent brands are facing with their EV offerings. Prices are high, other compromises are made in the design to try to minimize some of the losses, some of the lesser margins that they're earning, like uh, the Porsche CFO said. So there's a lot to improve on the charging front, the range, price, uh, a lot to work on. Well, Jamie, either way, there's already more EVs being sold almost every month, and that's having a significant impact on the auto finance industry. That's according to a new study. We'll hear more about that study and its implications for dealers next on Daily Drive. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. As more EVs enter the marketplace, dealerships and lenders will need to meet the unique demands of those buyers. That's what a new TransUnion study found. Research by the Consumer Credit Rating Agency also found EV buyers have excellent credit risk profiles, but greatly prefer to shop online for vehicles and for financing. Senior Editor Dan Shine spoke with Satyan Merchant, senior vice president and automotive business leader at TransUnion about the study's findings. Here's their conversation. Satyan, thank you for joining me today on the F&I edition of uh, Daily Drive. 
It's a pleasure to be here, Dan. Thanks for having me on. So you guys at TransUnion recently did a survey of EV buyers. Tell me a little bit about how many people you interviewed when this was conducted. Yeah, we actually did some research on historical data that we have at TransUnion, as well as a survey that you that you mentioned. We surveyed about 1,500 consumers, uh, and I'll get into the details as we have this conversation, Dan, about what we learned from that, uh, that survey that was done in, in early first quarter this year. But I'd like to start in really just talking about why we even bothered. I mean, that's right. something as I've been talking about, and we've been presenting this research why did we even bother to, to talk about EVs, especially on the financing side? And the reason is really maybe an obvious one is kind of the explosive growth of electric vehicles in the market, uh, as well as the loans and the financing of those vehicles. We looked at in the research we did, sort of the backward looking research, we looked at the year 2021 and we saw that, first of all, in the year 2021, by the end of the year, about 5% of all new vehicle registrations were EVs which isn't a huge share, still 95% are ICE vehicles or internal combustion engine or hybrids. However, that 5% was doubled from the previous year, right? So it was only 2.5% in in 2020, it doubled to 5%. And then what maybe confirmed that was early this year when I was watching the Super Bowl and I saw, I I think I counted eight or nine ads related to EVs, uh, including many new vehicles, whether they were trucks, cars, luxury, mainstream charging solutions. And so very much, it's obviously a topic that's ripe for growth and it, it's an industry that's growing. The other thing was that, so there's a lot of discussion about the new vehicles, the new models, and, and it's super exciting as, as somebody who really, really enjoys riding and driving and, and being in an EV and just loves the technology. I, I'm very excited about the cars, but what we saw less of and what I saw less of was really talking about the consumer behind those EVs, the person who's making the purchase and the person who's financing and, and those companies that are offering the financing to those vehicles. And so, you know, we decided that with this explosive growth, this continued growth of EVs in all segments expected, uh, we'd love to take a look at, again, who are the people behind it? What are their preferences? What do they want? How do they want to purchase? And how do they finance their vehicles? And that's what this study was all about. And you kind of found some interesting things about that EV buyer market and what kind of buyer they are, what kind of you know, what kind of credit risk they are uh, mm-hmm. compared to a, a buyer of a you know, traditional combustion engine. What yeah. kind of what are some of the key findings you, you found? Yeah, that's segment? right. So, you know, what we did is we took a look at, you know, four segments of vehicles. It's, it's think of a two by two matrix. So there's mainstream and luxury vehicles, and you have both internal combustion engine or ICE, and then you have EV. And so we started to take a look at the profile of buyers in those segments uh, and to try to find some patterns and similarities and differences. And, and one of the key takeaways is that the mainstream EV buyer is one who's got their preferences of mainstream vehicle. And so the, the vehicle characteristics in terms of price, et cetera, are similar and monthly payment are similar to that of a mainstream ICE buyer. However, the credit profile looks very similar to that of a luxury ICE vehicle buyer. And so that we thought was a really interesting insight. It's, it's generally a higher credit risk tier consumer, and it's generally a consumer that has a lower LTV when they purchase a mainstream EV. And so why am I even talking about mainstream EV? Why did I pick that one out? Number one is because, again, we saw that interesting similarity. But number two, mainstream EV is the segment we believe is most ripe for growth in that the market today with EVs is largely luxury still. And that's led by Tesla, but some other brands as well. 
in the last year, there were some recent launches of mainstream vehicles in the EV segment that caught a lot of attention and a lot of um, interest from consumers, whether it was from Volkswagen, Ford, or Volvo even. And so it's a segment that one is going to be growing dramatically. And two, there are some unique characteristics of those buyers. They look a lot, again, like a luxury ICE consumer, but they still want to manage their monthly payments and they still you know, look for uh, a pretty uh, under 100% loan to value when they purchase that vehicle. And then the, the APRs that they, they gain tend to be that of what a luxury consumer will have on their, on their APR for their, for their loan. Do you think once again we talk about in your study showed you know forty percent of you know vehicles on the road maybe twenty by twenty thirty one will be EVs, and do you, and right now you know EV buyers are again those better credit risk according to the study. Do you think over time as we get more of these mainstream EVs in and consumers around the mainstream buyer will you know, be able to maybe afford an EV that these numbers will kind of come down and, and kind of level off a little bit and, and you'll kind of get back to maybe where you are with ICE buyers right now. Yeah, so for sure right now, the market is still concentrated on on the luxury EV segment. Um, I think Tesla and luxury, well, not just Tesla, but luxury alone is over 75% of the segment. However, to your point, right, number one, there's growth. And, and some of the data that we we shared was, was in collaboration with data from our partners at S&P Global Mobility, who do have a vehicle forecast. And forecast number one, as you pointed out, Dan, that within the next five or so years, maybe seven years, EVs will overtake hybrids in terms of share. And then within, say, 10 years, EVs will overtake hybrid and ICE in terms of their, their share. And so certainly there will be much more dispersion of vehicle types, especially in the next five to 10 years. Another part of thinking through the segments that are currently financing vehicles, which do skew towards the higher credit tiers, is that the used market is still fairly nascent. You know, our study was focused on new vehicles and new vehicle registrations. However, as the market evolves, there will be for sure more used EVs out there for financing. And I think a strong sign that we're seeing that we would maybe borrow from the ICE market is that used vehicle financing continues to grow. And so we would expect that used vehicle financing in the EV segment will grow as well as there are more used EVs available for, for consumers. We're also in this, still in this inventory disruption right now across the entire industry, whether it's mainstream or EV, in that there are just not as many vehicles as typically produced. That's elevating prices, as we all know. And so that's adding a pinch to anyone who's you know, looking for a lower monthly payment or to purchase a vehicle that's at a lower cost. Those vehicles just aren't available today. Yeah. And uh, finally, your study kind of also looked at EV buyers, potential EV buyers, mm-hmm. and how they like to shop for cars and how they like to shop for financing. And what were some of those you know, key findings that you saw? That's right. So that's back to the survey we conducted. Again, about 1,500 people in February of this year of 2022. And what we did is we first sampled a group of people that own certain types of vehicles. Today, we about a third, a third, a third were EV owners, hybrid owners, and then ICE owners. And then we asked them the, a primary question of, what kind of vehicle are you considering for your next purchase? And then we segmented the responses into, well, there's a group that already have an EV, so the EV owners. There's a group that don't have an EV today, but would consider an EV for their next purchase. And then there was a final group that was none of the first two. It was everything else, right? And so what we found in that survey was a few very interesting insights. Number one is that those who either own an EV today or consider are considering an EV 
are far more inclined to want to engage with the retailer, the dealer, and the lender in an online format, in a digital format. And that, what I mean by that is um, perform functions and tasks such, such as researching the vehicle, understanding monthly payment, understanding financing options. There was even a, a portion, about a third of the EV owners and the EV considerers who would want to complete all of the financing online. All that is higher than the last segment, which was the non-EV interest, right? So either non-EV owners or non-EV considerers. And so it, it really speaks to that in this segment, not only is it a different vehicle, obviously an EV, but the consumer seems to want to interact with the, both their financing as well as the retailer in a more digital and online format. And that creates an option for you know, retailers, dealers, et cetera, to, to consider tools and solutions and services such as pre-qualification or other ways to have to create a digital experience. You know, the other piece to add here is that we saw some strong indication from the respondents that there's a need for uh, or a desire for a variety of lending options and, and providers of financing. Today, banks, um, traditional banks provide the large majority of, of financing for EVs, particularly on the luxury side. But there is room for captives, for credit unions, for independent lenders to provide financing in the future. And then the last insight is that absolutely there's demand for financing for home charging solutions. What we saw was that over 10% of those considering an EV to purchase an EV as their next vehicle, over 10% would like to be able to wrap the financing of their home charging solution into the financing of their vehicle, or at least at the time of purchasing their vehicle. Today, that option seems to not be prevalent or may not even exist in many cases. So again, for lenders and for finance companies, there's an opportunity to provide financing for the vehicle itself, as well as for some of the ancillary solutions, especially the home charging solution. A lot of interesting uh, findings and insights uh, from the TransUnion study. And you know, EVs are going to really impact the auto finance industry going forward, as, a, as that study shows. So, Tatian, thanks so much for your time and joining us today. Great. Thank you very much, Dan. It was a pleasure speaking. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News Coordinating Producer Jake Neer for his help on today's podcast. You can get the latest news on finance and insurance, electrification, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back on Monday for a preview of next week's UAW convention, what's at stake for the union, and picking new leadership in the wake of a massive corruption scandal. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. 